Welcome in to Straight Up Sports, the second round of district, or the district semifinal round in Missouri 8-Man football. Preview is coming up next. Stay tuned and enjoy. All right, now it's time to talk about Missouri 8-Man football district uh, four. We'll start out with the teams up north. Um, so first going to have the one versus five matchup. It's going to be Stanbury hosting Rockport. I don't think this game's going to be very good. Um, we saw what happened with Rockport, and they played uh, good teams in King City and East Atchison. They kind of fell flat. They played okay versus King City, but really struggled versus EA. And I think this is going to be a lot like the Stanbury game, where they're going to struggle a lot. Uh, a lot of the EA game, where they struggle to score offensively. I just think Stanbury's too good. Uh, Rockport, I don't think they really have much of a chance to win this game. Uh, give me Stanberry to kind of roll in this one. Uh, their offense still isn't great, uh, but with Tucker Schieber playing better now, um, Austin Swayback was one of the first-team all-conference quarterbacks in the GRC. I believe Schieber was honorable mention running back. A lot of good running backs there in the GRC between Muff, Alarcon, Ecker, and Mercer. There's not a whole lot of room there for Schieber as a freshman to break the first two teams. Uh, just way too many good running backs in that conference. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on there. Give me Stanberry. I think we, we missed out on a really good Stanberry Albany game, which really stinks. Um, and then the other game in this district where I believe Anthony is going to EA versus Worth County. This is a game, um, the higher scoring it is, the more it favors Worth County. Cause I think if it requires, um, if it's lower scoring, it definitely favors EA. Uh, I think because their defense is the way they kind of want to play a little bit there. Their defense is very good. I think it's the second best in the state behind Drexel. Um, so we'll see what East Ashton kind of does with that going forward. I think their offense uh, struggles at time. Uh, Worth County hasn't been great defensively this year, though, besides their game versus Skyler. So we'll kind of see what goes on there with Worth County. I think EA can be able to score a few points on them, though. Uh, give me EA by 12, I think, somewhere in that range. I think they get a win here over Worth County. Uh, should be a very good football game, one of the better two games of the weekend. Um, I just think East Ashton is a little bit too much for Worth County. I thought Worth County would be a state contender earlier this year. They're a sixth seed. They did get a playoff win over Mound City, knocking out the two-time state champions, but two-time defending state champion. I think it's eight total state championships there for Mound City, and there were seven for Worth County, so 15 state championships between those two squads um, going into that game in the round one last week. Uh, give me Worth County to lose this week to East Atchison, though. Um, setting up a really good district rematch between EA and Stanbury next week. Uh, go to district number three real quick. Um, and this one, let's go to the one versus four. It's North Andrew versus Pattonsburg. I said this kind of before. I think North Andrew kind of rolls in this one. Uh, Pattonsburg, Coach Cavan won't be able to be there because of quarantine. Um, so he's not going to be there. I think Pattonsburg just going to struggle um, just to get that intensity up versus a really good North Andrew team. Uh, just give me North Andrew. There's the better team this year uh, to win that one. Advance the district championship game. Um, and then the next game, King City Southfield. Now, I think this is the best game um, of the round. Um, I just think King City, they're a very young team. Only two seniors. Those two don't really contribute a whole lot uh, to the squad. They have a really good um, O-line. Uh, Sawyer McCollin, Chase Moss, and company. Very big up front. They do a great job 
I've said that line of scrimmage where Parker Muff can run behind it, and he does a really good job running the football. And Muff has 2,400 yards this year and 36 touchdowns. Both lead the state. Um, he's a stud. He's a fun kid to watch. If you guys uh, saw my Twitter highlights from Saturday's game versus Oreg, you saw him run over people all day long. He's just too good uh, for Oreg. I think it's a little different animal here with South Holt Nami who does a great job of stopping the run. And I think the Spartans will do a good job of that as well here coming up against Kingston. I think they'll be able to slow down that rushing attack. Um, and then it's on the other side, can King City, can they stop South Holt Nottoway Holt? Um, I don't think they can. I think the Spartans are a well-oiled machine there on offense with that triple option. Um, with Drew Quillen running that, they're just really, really hard to stop. And Brody Scroggins has played fantastic here as of late for South Holt Nottoway Holt. So um, I think the Spartans just too much. The one thing that can make this game very interesting is the Spartans' one weakness on defense is for sure their pass coverage. Um, Landon Wells can sling it. They're the lefty for King City. Uh, Corbin Taylor is a pretty good receiver. Jacob Boone did a nice job there on Saturday. Muff out of the backfield. They have options there to throw the ball on the outside if they need to. <laughs> Sorry. And I don't know if King City wants to play this game in a phone booth against South Holt Nottoway Holt. They might try to do with some other teams who are less talented try to get against the Spartans, and that's to spread them out a little bit, spread them out, and see if you can score that way. Because I know Worth County tried to play in a phone booth, and other teams have, but Southwest Livingston played more of a spread style. Of course, they always do anyways, but it really um, exploited the Spartans' weaknesses on defense. You've seen Stewartsville give them a few issues. You saw Mount City, the depleted squad, give them a couple issues there on defense with the spread uh, because they struggled to pass cover. So that's the one thing that gives me some pause in this game. I think the Spartans should win this game. I should think they should win it by a couple of touchdowns. But that pass coverage worries me. So we'll see if the Spartans can get a stop there. Um, and that you're also relying on a young quarterback, Landon Wells, to complete big passes on a regular basis. And that's tough to do as a high school kid. So we'll see how that kind of works out. Give me the Spartans on this one, though. Davis and Graham should set up an excellent district championship game between North Andrew and South Holt Holt kind of going forward there. District number two, two games that shouldn't be that competitive. Uh, the four seed Concordia at the one seed Southwest Livingston. Livingston should roll in this one fairly easily. Um, Concordia is an okay team, but they're a below average CRC team, and Southwest Livingston might be the best team in the state. Um, so just give me Southwest. Not much to talk about in this one. Congrats to the Orioles for getting a good win against Santa Fe and getting the their first eight man playoff win. Uh, Troy Brandt was outstanding for them. Um, but it's just Livingston's a different animal. Jaden Sears, Wesley Hughes, Parker Keeney, Ethan Herrick, etc. Even without Chase Neptune, they'll be um, a force to reckon with. Also, a guy that we don't talk about enough with Southwest Livingston is Owen H. up front. He does a great job for him as well. He was first team all-conference, I think offense and defensive line. So he's a guy that I don't think we mention enough there. And I can't say his name right, so I'd, Owen H., good job um, with that. He's their second-best lineman, but he's still – Pretty darn good and loves to hit people. So um, there's a Southwest Livingston. Also, Southwest Livingston, the best weird socks in the state. Pretty easy to say there. Um, the other games, North Norman Harden Central at North Shelby. Uh, North Shelby won this game 52 to 8 earlier this year. I expect kind of more of the same. Um, sorry. Hope this game happens. I know Harden Central had a COVID case in the school and they went to remote learning. Um, but I believe they still should be able to play here a little bit. And I don't believe it's a football player. So I think they should still be able to play. Um, 
But North Shelby should get a win here instead of really another excellent district championship game between Livingston and North Shelby, a rematch of last year's district championship game that, of course, Livingston won on the heels of Mac Anderson playing extremely well. So we'll see how that rematch goes this year. Uh, the district number one, uh, Drexel versus Jasper, the five seed. Jasper's playing pretty well right now, but we saw them already versus uh, Drexel. I don't think they can um, do enough to beat Drexel in that one. I think... Drexel just too good defensively. Uh, Jacob Coffey's a, a stud for him. Ethan Irvin playing really well. Corey Compton's a good player for him. There's so many good players there for Drexel. Jasperson's not quite at that level. Good win for Jasper last week. I just don't think they can do it um, against a really, really good Drexel team um, going into this week. And Archie Rich Hill. Um, if Rich Hill's quarterback was playing, I would feel much more um, interested in this game. But with him being out, I think Archie should roll in this one. Rich Hill just won't have enough offense. They're not a very deep squad anyway, so you take their quarterback out. I'm not sure what they do there on offense. Uh, the Bridgewater kids are both. There's two of them, um, both very good. Both good athletes. I don't know if there's going to be enough offense there for Rich Hill to keep up with a high-powered Archie offense with Tucker Wolf back at quarterback and Dylan Sutton's one of the better running backs in the state as well. Um, so give me Archie in that one. So it's set up the way I kind of saw it. It's going to be um, – all the one and two seeds, I think, going on to the district championship games. Uh, but that's eight teams, and I think I think all eight of them are legit state contenders. You don't see that every year. You'll see a district championship game. We're like, yeah, that team really doesn't have a chance to win a state title. But if you told me East Ashton got some other things figured on offense and they won a state title, would not be surprised. They're probably the them and Archie are probably the two lowest in the totem pole at this point um, going to the district championship round. Um, the teams I picked, um, I think Livingston or Langer have the best chances, but if you told me North Shelby upset Livingston and then beat Drexel, I would not be surprised. Drexel, um, should maybe be the odds on favor on that side of the bracket with Livingston. Um, South Holt Robbie Holt, I think is every bit as good as the team on their side of the brackets with North Andrew, Stanbury, EA. Um, so we have a chance to see either at all 275, we could have Three of the four teams in the final four B two seventy five conference teams. That's definitely a possibility this year uh, with Southwest Maui Holt EA and Southwest Livingston. Uh, that would be wild, and I think it'd be very interesting to see if that would be the case. I don't know if it's going to happen um, with North Andrew and Stanberry both being the favorites um, to win those districts. So we could see half GRC and then no two seventy five conference team if, if North Shelby beats Livingston. So we'll have to see how that kind of goes here a little bit. A lot of things can happen. And it's very exciting to see how that goes um, in the next round. But we'll get to that when we get there. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Um, congrats to all the guys in the GRC All-Conference team and the 75 Conference All-Team uh, All-Conference team. They both been announced. I believe Wemo uh, will be announced and released uh, Friday is probably the um, goal date there. If you're kind of looking forward to that, not sure about the CRC. Um, but yeah. Congrats to the 16 teams that are still in it. I think we'll be down to eight um, after Friday, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, we are down to – let me look here. Let me pull up my Indian thing. We have, of course, eight games this Friday, four more games the following Friday, two games on a Saturday, then a state championship game on a Saturday as well. So that's 12, 14, 15 games left. Hopefully that's going to be played. Hopefully we get all 15 games in. And we can crown a state champion. Um, of the teams that are left, teams that have won a state title in eight-man football, you have North Andrew, 
Stanbury, Worth County. So only three of the 16 teams left have won a state title. Um, you could include Fairfax with East Ashton. So, oh, and I guess South Holt and Ottawa Holt both have won titles too. So, sorry. So North Andrew, South Holt and Ottawa Holt, Stanbury, Worth County, and I'll include EA with the Fairfax title there as well. So five of the 16 teams left have won a state title. I believe after next week um, with North Andrew, South Holt and Ottawa Holt, Stanbury, NEA will be have half the teams, um, and they're all on this other side of the bracket. So, the non-Northwest Missouri side of the bracket, if you want to include Livingston and non-outside the Northwest Missouri, they're kind of on the edge there. Um, yeah, but no one has won a state title. I'll say this again, south of DeKalb or east of Worth County. Those are the kind of the, the Northwest part of the state. That's where all the state championships are as of right now. Um, that This could be the year. That all changes um, due to Livingston, the North Shelby, and Drexel. I think all have an excellent chance uh, this year um, to possibly win a state championship. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're kind of at with this. Um, should be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Um, but even the teams that have won a state title before, I mean, South Holt, most recent one was, I believe, 04. Nolly Holt, most recent one was 90 and 91. They were one of the first state champions in eight-man. Uh, Fairfax hasn't won a state title in a long time. Let me see if I get that pulled up to kind of see when the last time Fairfax won a state championship. Uh, 1994, I was negative one. So it's been a while uh, since uh, that area has seen a state championship. Ashton County um, would be the last one was in 94. Um, Yeah. See, South Holt, they won state championship in 88 over Miami. Um, they tied in 92 and 93. By the way, ties suck in sports. They've tied with South Nottoway, North Andrew. Um, then won a state title in 04 over St. Joe Christian. Um, of course, Nottoway Holt, as I said earlier, 90 and 91. So they won the third and the fourth state championships in eight-man uh, after North Nottoway won in, 90, in 89 over DeKalb. Uh, Southwest Livingston, they've been the runner-up a couple of times in 90 against South, against Nottoway Holt. Lost that game 49-12. to um, And then last year, losing to Mound City in that state championship game. So that's your kind of rundown of Southwest Livingston in there. Of course, Worth County with their seven state titles. Um, 95, 898, 2000-2001, 2007-2011, um, they're still in at North Andrew, of course. Uh, they tied for one in 93 with South Holt, and then they won it in 96, 97. Had a long break between winning in 13, 14, and 16. So they're probably the most recent. Stanbury, of course, winning theirs in 12 and 15. Um, so they're a two-time state champion. So, yeah, with the two big dogs, most likely with Worth County and Mound City out, it really opens the door for some of these other teams in here. Um, and maybe we'll see someone other than a blue blood. So North Andrew and Stanbury, the two blue bloods kind of left, um, with Worth County still available, but, uh, true state contenders this year. There's two of them that are blue bloods that are still left. They are on the same side of the bracket. So that's going to be very interesting if one or, or none, uh, make that to the state championship game. And we could kind of have, uh, some new blood there to win a state championship. And I would even include South Holt Nami Holt would be in the co-op. Uh, still a pretty young program with that. Southhold hasn't won one since 04. Uh, that would still be kind of a rejuvenated, a new name that hit the state championship. 
Um, and of course, North Shelby, if they were winning a state title, that'd be very interesting, along with Drexel or Archie. East Action the same way. So I'm very excited to see how this way, this all kind of plays out. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. I'm recording this kind of late. Um, Wednesday night, I'm kind of tired, so I'm going to go to bed here soon, actually. So we'll see if someone other than Mountain City, Worth County, Stanbury, North Andrew can win a state title. Um, hadn't happened since 06 with Angel Christian. They're not even eight men anymore. And then South Holt in 04, DeKalb in 02. So. If you go back farther than that, it's 94. So, so many years those four teams have dominated eight-man football. So, we'll see if someone else, someone new, can crack the code and bring home a state championship. So, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. I'm going to head to bed here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, of course, follow Mo Eight Man Football on Facebook and Twitter. Congrats to all the players and the all-conference teams. Uh, I'll probably do a show after all the all-conference teams all, and the, the all-state team, never, all the all-district teams that are all announced and kind of give my whole thoughts on all those. I don't want to break down each one individually here. I'll probably do a postseason awards kind of thing um, after all the selections are made. Um, so, yeah, congrats to all those kids. Very well-deserved. I haven't seen uh, any major snubs um, from what I've seen. I think the coaches have done a good job uh, voting on that this year. Um, so, yeah. That's all I got for you guys. Enjoy the games on Friday. I will be in Graham, my hometown, for South Holt, Nami Holt versus King City. And then the district championship games, I got to figure out where I'm going because if things go the way I've planned them to go, um, Anthony will be at North Andrew, South Holt, Nami Holt. As much as I'd love to go to that game because I think it's actually the best game of the weekend, I think we're probably going to split up a little bit to get more coverage across the state. I think Southwest Livingston, North Shelby uh, would be my second favorite. Drexel Archie would be third. And then Stanbury EA would be fourth on my power rankings just because I think I've already seen Stanbury and EA kind of play um, each other. And I think that game is all good there. So, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. It should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see how this weekend kind of plays out. We're trying to get to some of the good games. I think next week and the week after are the two bread and butter games there in eight-man football weeks. Um, to kind of see where everything goes and we can finally get an answer to these top eight teams and how they kind of work themselves out. I still feel bad for Albany because uh, I think they could have made a deep run here this year as well. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you guys after the games Friday are over. <laughs>